Alright, let's party, man. People of Earth, welcome to the show. It's Von Joseph. You know who it is. It is time for the show. What is it? Word of the week time already? That's right. What's up? So it's been crazy uh, two weeks. We took last week off. A little bit of a hiatus. So thanks for sticking around to uh, give us a break. <laughs> word of the week. Well, the word of the week. I haven't decided what we really want it to be this week, whether it should be death or murder. So I think death has a bit more of an impact to it when you say it, death. Um, I think that's what we're going to go. So we have decided. Word of the week is death, you guys. It's all around us every day, obviously. Everywhere we look, everywhere we go, we're experiencing fatalities and things of that nature and there's some serious stuff going on in this world that we're finding as of late um and a lot of it's really amazing things are changing out there are you ready for the new world that is being presented to you can you adjust will you be ready because there are some things that are happening in your life that you probably don't even know about. I didn't even know about some of this stuff until today when I was finalizing research for the show. Well, now I know. <laughs> I now know things that I probably wish I didn't know. But sometimes, you know, you're glad you learn things and it's good to be... Um, in tune with what's shaking out there in the real world we get so isolated in our homes and our daily lives running the kids to soccer practice and going to work and things like that we sometimes lose sight of the big picture and the things that are going on are right under our noses and a lot of the times it is going to be something that affects all of us directly case in point Today, I was watching the news this morning, having my little cup of joe, having a little discussion on the news about data encryption. So, let's talk about that, because we're getting into death, right? The show's topic is death today. What does data encryption have to do with death? I'm sure that's what you may be asking. Well, I'm going to tell you obviously <laughs> so first of all let me tell you what data encryption is if you don't know what it is because some people don't know encryption is is encoding data so that only certain people can see it so and not be intercepted by others so let for like word word not word whatsapp for example, if you have WhatsApp on your phone, they've recently integrated uh, data encryption, user-to-user -user encryption, end-to-end, -end, I think they call it. So, if I send you a message on WhatsApp, there's a, a, way, a way that it notifies you that you got the message, no one else has seen the message in between, and if there is something, I'm assuming it would alert you to this. But that's this new data encryption and remember back about two years ago when there was that mass terrorist attack in San Bernardino California the terrorist attack at the workplace I don't remember the guy's name 
and he had an iPhone. Well, the FBI wanted to get into this guy's iPhone, and Apple was like, no haps, we're not, we're not getting involved in that, and we're not going to allow you to access our customers' data. We have to be able to protect our customers. And they battled them back and forth. And then if you may have seen one of the older shows, you might remember what happened. Um, I used to work for Apple. And uh, I, I contacted the FBI. I don't care. You can call me a snitch. <laughs> um, but I just told them how we used to get into these devices. There's a way. There's a way. Not, not for every device. But there's a way. Like It's easier with iPads because they're bigger. And lo and behold, a week later, they were in that guy's phone. I don't know if it had anything to do with me. Probably not. Most likely not. But who knows? So keep your screens clean on your devices. I'll just put it like that. It's an easiest way to not have somebody hack into your device. It's very easy to find out what your passcode is if you leave fingerprints all over the screen in a certain pattern all the time, right? So anyway, surveillance. It's mass surveillance time. There is a push for mass surveillance. They want to collect all real-time data now, you guys. <laughs> that means listening to your phone calls, checking your emails, reading your text messages, all of that. They want to collect this data in real time. So apparently ISIS has been using WhatsApp. We'll have we need that we could have a show almost out of every sentence I say. There's an offshoot, like ISIS. What used to be one of the most beautiful woman women on the planet ever so they've taken that and they've spun it so now it's evil but apparently they're using whatsapp to communicate and now they say that the privacy of the terrorists is never more important than the safety of the public so now apple uh facebook etc should have to share your information it's data that they get from you with security agencies yes wow so this is insane to me <laughs> there's been so many times where they've had the information on these people they've known i saw something this morning where a guy was actually on an alert watch list and was still allowed to get a permit to get a gun and he ended up going and killing people and he's is a terrorist. So don't tell me that you having access to the WhatsApp messages is now going to help you thwart a potential terrorist attack. The guy here that, that attacked um, here in London a few weeks ago. Um, what was it? Finsbury Park. He was on a TV show called The Jihadist Next Door. Tell me that guy shouldn't have been monitored, right? I didn't see the show. I don't know the specifics behind the show. But I do know that if you're on a show <laughs> called The Jihadist Next Door, 
there should probably be an eye on you, keeping a watch as to seeing what you're doing. So that things like what happened as a result of this guy's actions don't happen. But you want to get into everybody's WhatsApp and Facebook and and text messages and emails and telephone conversations in real time. That's what they're wanting. They can't wait for the message to be sent and done and then receive it. They want to have access to your stuff all the time in real time. Are you not worried about that? Remember net neutrality, you guys in America? Didn't I say keep your eyes on the government? Don't vote this in. It's a chess move. They're about to say checkmate. And you guys just moved all your pawns out of the way. Exposing your king. Stupid. Oh, man. So, basically, the government wants control over the Internet. You've probably been hearing about this for some time now. (laughs) They can't read the terrorist tweets and WhatsApps, so they want access to all that we do. But we don't know anything about what the government does, do we? Nothing. <laughs> we don't know anything. There's no transparency or disclosure as to uh, their activities. And uh, we're the ones that pay to keep them around. That's very interesting. And here we are about to likely give them all the, the stuff they need. Because we're worried that the terrorists are going to get us. Rightfully so. But giving the government access to all of our private information is not going to thwart anything, in uh, my opinion. So these terrorists are continuing to kill people. And the government is going to take away your privacy in order to see what you're doing under the guys of saying we're trying to stop terrorism they have the right to privacy but you don't don't forget that (laughs) try and get some reports from the government see what they say they redact this isn't available (sighs) so much for drones and selling uh gps's and all that stuff then no need for any of that stuff anymore Forget your private space. Forget your own personal communications. (laughs) How helpful will this be? Anyway, not that much. Terrorists will always find a way to communicate uh, secretly, right? You can't even stop a criminal inside of a prison from sending out information and having hits done on people that are on the outside right I have a friend that was a corrections officer and I'm really into seeing that kind of stuff I like to know what I would be dealing with if I were ever put in a prison it keeps me out of prison because I know that I wouldn't last in prison with some of these animals so as you may or may not know they have this thing called a secure housing unit the shoe or administrative segregation ad seg that's where they put all the bad guys, the really bad guys. Usually the, the shot callers, the gang leaders, 
And then out in the main line, you have the foot soldiers, right? The, the, the gang members, the guys that are out there stabbing and selling the drugs and whatever. So these guys are behind the... Uh, they're in the administrative segregation. They're behind you know, the security levels that are at the highest in the prison. They get one hour out of their cell a day. Their mail is monitored. And these people are getting information out uh, to hit and kill people. And the, and the, the authorities can't stop that. right? But you're going to be able to stop somebody from killing somebody <laughs> with a car or a bomb because you want my text messages give me a break <laughs> this is the, one of the most ridiculous things that I've heard in a very very long time and uh, hopefully it doesn't happen but it probably will it probably will um, Speaking of London, there was a big issue and there was a fire here a week or so ago. Grenfell Towers, um, something like nearly 100 people died. 79, I think, is the current count. And I saw this today as well. So we have all these people that died, right? Let me just show you where the government's priorities are. So think about this. This, this should be called the government death show. <laughs> So Grenfell Towers um, renovation uh, works were inspected something like 16 times, 16 times by the council, which is the local authority that handles that kind of stuff for you people back home in America. Um, these checks, they didn't do anything. They didn't prevent uh, the use of this flammable cladding, which is being blamed for the spreading of the fire that killed all these people. So the inspections went on for almost two years and the stuff still got put onto these buildings. It was like wrapping, it was like wrapping these buildings up in flammable paper. It just burnt it up. Germany doesn't even use this stuff anymore. Various countries don't use it. I'm sure they don't in America either. They don't use this material. They like refuse to use it because of its high levels of flammability, right? So as a result of this fire, which we don't know how it started. I don't know. I, as far as I know, I can look at this article and tell you that I don't know. But they, they had these inspections and apparently missed... <laughs> that this building had been clad in a material effectively banned you guys on all tall buildings by the government and now there's all these people no one has a home anymore I don't know how many people were actually living with inside this building um, but there were quite a few this was an enormous building but at any rate, the point of this is, is that nearly 100 people died. There's people that are apparently living, sleeping rough. They're out in the streets. They don't have anywhere to go. Right? They're sleeping in the streets. The government hasn't provided any type of sheltering for a lot of these people, food, etc. And now we understand that they're going to provide $5 million or pounds, sorry, 5 million pounds to help these people get housing and get their situations in order right 
$5 million. That's the budget for getting these people back on their feet. So I followed up on something. I was just curious. What's going on in the government? Right? What else is going on here? Because I know they're really big on the queen here in England. They're big on the queen. <laughs> they love the queen. The queen loves to take taxpayer dollars. The queen doesn't do jack. I'm probably going to get kicked out of the country for saying that. She owns all the swans, you guys, back in other countries. If you heard a swan, you're that's like a felony. <laughs> They're going to kick your butt. At any rate... Buckingham Palace, this is where the Queen resides, one of her residences. It's due for renovation. Guess how much they have allotted for this renovation of Buckingham Palace? <laughs> Remember, they're giving five million people, five million pounds to the people that uh, were burnt out of their homes. They lost everything. There were people out in the streets in their underwear, ass out with nothing. And I'm one of the people that, are, that always is like, you know, I see these tornadoes and they're crying. We lost everything. You can always replace stuff. You're alive, but I get it. You lost stuff. I lost all my stuff. If I lost just the stuff in this studio, <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be upset. My whole life is basically in this, this room. But Buckingham Palace has a budget for refurbishment. Uh, <laughs> £370 million, pounds, you guys. £370 million. Pounds. And they're only going to give five to these people. Hundreds of people that have been lost family members to this fire that was their fault you can understand why people are pissed right now because of the death toll that has taken place in this country as a result of the government's failings to properly identify that these apartments that they have built and refurbished have been basically turned into the towering inferno because of budget cuts I don't know what I don't know the details it's so disgusting I refuse to watch it but 370 million bucks they're getting for the Queen's Palace anyway I digress I can't talk about that anymore because that's just beyond annoying so more death death today's topic word of the week podcast Head over to v3tv.uk, you guys, if you want to see other shows. You can hit my personal website, joseph.com, J-O-H-S-E-P-H.com. v3tv.uk, everything is there. Your stuff, too. Upload your stuff. You can upload your videos, your podcasts. That's where I keep my stuff. Upload your podcast to v3tv.uk if you want. Music, you're a comedian, you tell jokes, you can beatbox. <laughs> Anyway, I'm being stupid. I'm just trying to have fun because there's so much bad in this world. Man, I got so much stuff I learned last night. I, Man, evil lurks. Isn't that what Smokey said in Friday? <laughs> the weed be letting you know. Evil lurks. <laughs> Death. So, can you be convicted of murder based on text messages with a suicidal friend 
That is the question of the day. Can you be convicted of murder based on text messages with a suicidal friend? Well, the answer apparently is yes. It is yes. Right? So a Massachusetts court found a young woman uh, guilty of involuntary manslaughter <laughs> for her involvement with a friend's suicide because of records of text messages where she encouraged him to kill himself. Her name is Michelle Carter. She's only 20 years old. Apparently, she wasn't too stable herself. Um, but she's been found guilty of involuntary manslaughter after she told her friend Con Conrad Roy Conrad Roy to commit suicide and ordered him to get back into a car filled with fumes so he could die. These are all according to her text messages. Death. She said, you just have to do it. <laughs> you said you were going to do it. Like, I don't get why you aren't. Really? That is crazy. So apparently, telling someone to commit suicide is now a crime. That's a crime. Her defense argued that she, you know, the guy would have killed himself anyway, and that she was troubled She's taking medication for her depression. She was tried as a juvenile because she was a minor during their relationship. The guy that killed himself was her boyfriend. She's very disturbed. Very disturbed. She told him to get back into the car to kill himself. That's just sick. That's so wrong on so many levels. Oh, boy. This is the world we live in, people of Earth. Death all around us. And it's getting worse, it seems. Cops are killing people still. I heard that a cop got off in the States. I wasn't going to talk about this. <laughs> uh, apparently, this guy was in his seatbelt. <laughs> And his four-year-old child was in the car. The cop's defense, as it seems to always be their defense. I felt threatened. My safety was in jeopardy. So I shot and killed this man unarmed. Still buckled into his car. <laughs> really? buckled in so I killed him can't even go to the store anymore man if you get pulled over like your life is in danger people can kill you and get away with it and say I felt threatened he was gonna I felt like I wasn't safe I'm surrounded by police officers, but I didn't feel safe because this guy was going to try and hurt me. <laughs> he was going to hurt me. I got a gun. He's got a steering wheel and a cell phone, probably. They killed some woman. They called the police. She called the police because she's someone that broke into her house or something. They went to her house, and they killed her, too. <laughs> They claim she came at her. She had mental issues or something. Wow. 
It's crazy out there, man. So that's the word. This is not a happy show. <laughs> we need a happiness hour like Dennis Prager or something after a show like this. Because this is just madness. So they want access to your mobile phones. Don't send text messages to people saying that, uh, yeah, go ahead and kill yourself. Jack of Working. I met Jack of Working. Remember Jack of Working? Michigan people will definitely remember Jack of Working. Assisted suicide man. Oakland County, Michigan. Jeffrey Feiger, attorney, got put on the map because of this guy. Dr. Death. That's what they were calling him. What a perfect way to end the show. I have an autograph from that guy from somewhere. How morbid is that? I asked him for his autograph. <laughs> he was at the mall. I used to work at the mall. I had one of those little obnoxious kiosks out by the food court. Summit Place Mall in Pontiac. <laughs> right across the street from Oakland County, you know, courthouse and jail and whatever. So he was out there. And I was like, hey. <laughs> he was a... He was a he was popular. He was a celebrity of sorts. So anyway, doesn't matter. He was helping people kill themselves. He went to prison for a little while. He's since passed away. But these people wanted to die. He was helping them do that. They were terminally ill. How is it that somebody else should be able to determine whether or not I let myself expire or not? That's, a, that's the debate right there. Assisted suicide. Legal or not. Should it be or should it not be? Anyway, that's enough death talk. Let's talk about something nice. I gotta go. The show's almost over. <laughs> something grand. I'm trying to get on a reality TV show. Or my agent's trying to get me on this show. What's it called? Culinary Genius or something like that? <laughs> that is gonna be hilarious if you see your old buddy Von Joseph on... Uh, culinary is it culinary genius i think that's what it's called so that's the show they're trying to get me on this show we'll see what happens um i don't want to talk about death anymore tune in next week <laughs> for something a bit more cheery don't forget to check out Six Ad Society. That's another show we do. That you can find on v3tv.uk or you can subscribe to v3tv uh, YouTube page. Sign up to the newsletter. That's where all the stuff is. Sign up to the iTunes. Subscribe to the iTunes, you guys, so I know who's listening. Or if you're listening on Podbean, subscribe there. It's fine. I don't care where you subscribe. Just subscribe. That way you get the show updates and I know who's listening. You can leave comments. You can tell me what you like about the show or what you think sucks. Hopefully not much. Sometimes maybe the subject matter sucks. Like today, it's not a particularly happy subject matter. But, hey, got to take the good with the bad. I'm Von Joseph. We're out of here, you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Word of the Week podcast. Death.